First reading is from Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. A reading from John, chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. Here ends the readings. still remember my first Thanksgiving away from home. Uh, I grew up in Fargo-Moorhead. I went to Concordia, and so every uh, Thanksgiving in college, I would get to go home. It was a whole 10-minute drive back to my parents' house. But when I went to a seminary, I went to school in California, and so it's a little bit longer than a 10-minute drive back to Fargo uh, from there. But I had some uh, some good friends from uh, my time at Concordia who lived out there and who had invited me up for Thanksgiving. And it was a wonderfully hospitable uh, invitation of them. And so I took them up on it and, and went over, and they have all these Thanksgiving traditions. And I was getting a little bit of the lowdown uh, beforehand, but uh, it couldn't prepare me for all of them. The the football games with just the specific rules and who got what chair and what seat in the living room to, to watch the game and who was responsible for what dish and how they set the table, things like that. And I'll never forget sitting down and before, uh, before we began eating, before we even said grace, uh, I, I had wondered, I leaned over and said to my friend, I, I said, do, you, do you ever say, you know, go around and say what you're thankful for? Is that I would assume they had some sort of tradition. They had a tradition for everything else. And I'll never forget, he, he said, you know, we don't say what, we say who. And I, it was an interesting little shift. We don't say what we're thankful for, we say who we're thankful for. And it's a little shift, but I think it can make a lot of difference, and it can really center our focus and understanding not on the what, right? Not on the things or not on the material goods, but those relationships, the significant people in our lives who've made us who we are. Thanksgiving is always a bit of a tricky time uh, for me, my one of my faith mentors in my uh, in my life, her name's Wendy. She was a a good friend of mine's mother and was my small group leader all through confirmation. Uh, she taught me that church could be fun, uh, which was a, a mind blowing uh, thing for me at that uh, at that age. Um, 
but she, uh, when I was, let's see, I was in college, it was my junior year, her son and I had just moved into an apartment together, we were going to live together during that year of school, um, and it was that, that summer that she was diagnosed with cancer, and it was that fall already, that November, November 27th, uh, when she passed away. And so this last Monday was 17 years uh, that she's been gone. And we think about the, the what we're thankful for often, but when we ask ourselves who, when we switch that prism just a, a little bit, I think it can mean so much more because then we start to think about those people in, those, in that great cloud of witnesses who have helped to, to form us into who we are. And I think it's also a reminder for us that our faith is not in a what, but our faith is in a who. Right? Our faith is not in things. Our faith is not in uh, things that we can hold or things that we can touch or grab or grasp or own, but our faith is in a who, and that who is the person of Jesus. Our faith is in a who. We live... <laughs> And breathe because of a who, not because of the what of material things. It's a powerful thing to remember. I think in this kind of holiday season, Thanksgiving, moving into Advent, moving toward Christmas, it's often a time when we take stock of the year past. We look forward to the year ahead. We get Christmas cards from folks dispersed all around we can have this opportunity to focus on those relationships that make us who we are. And I think it's also a powerful thing for us to stop and remember that those, those questions of who can be really powerful. That when we stop to think about who is responsible for making us into the people we are, who those significant relationships are, and we're able to, to stop and to give thanks. To thank God for the people and the relationships in our lives who have made us who we are. We remember that it's by the power of the Holy Spirit that they are in our lives at all, that our paths have crossed, that our stories intersect for however long we get to be together. And yet, ultimately, it's a reminder of who we are and of whose we are. That we belong to Jesus. That we belong through the power and gift of baptism, through God's creation of us, God forming us out of the clay and breathing life into us. We remember that even when our whos can be kind of tenuous, when our relationships aren't always strong, sometimes our relationships can be a little strained. And yet we still remember that power of who. The power of God that still continues to bring us back again and again and reminds us that ultimately our faith is not in a what, not in a, a thing or an object, but in a who, in a person, in the person of Jesus. And so I wonder who those people have been in your life who those people have been in your life who have shown you the light of Jesus, 
who those people have been who taught you that church was kind of fun. (laughs) That you could have fun at church and it wasn't going to be the end of the world. Who taught you that church was a place of welcome and love. Who taught you that church was a place of community and friendship. And we give thanks for all those who's because ultimately they're, they're responsible for helping us become the people we are today. I love that we get a time set aside in this busy season to remember those great cloud of witnesses who have walked with us, who have taught us about Jesus and his love. We give thanks, we make a joyful noise as the psalmist writes in thanksgiving for who God has created us to be and for who God has placed in our lives to walk this journey with us. And we remember Jesus' words from the Gospel of John, that by this all will know that you are my disciples, when you have love for one another. When we love one another and walk alongside one another, we follow Jesus and who Jesus is, and we celebrate what Jesus has done in our lives, for us and for the world. And for that we say thanks be to God. Amen.